Hey everyone, thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. The growing podcast for you dads and the generation of that no longer serve you. Better dads and your family. It is Davo and Ryan here with another episode today. Ryan, how's everybody? How's everything going? More, more drama in the in the Ryan oh, M household. Yeah, no, everything's everything's awesome. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that today. No, no, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna no, that's that's fine. Not every story. Maybe maybe, a, maybe another story. Another so, story for another time. Yeah, yeah. Let's God, just say it, in, it. It. You know what? Let's just talk about it because we're already here, and they put me on the spot. So uh, hey. we had a, we had a deer go down in our yard um, the other day. And, um, you know, you got to get the game board involved. And we live in a community that has, like, private security. And you got to get them involved. And it's a humongous pain in the ass. Uh, but, you know, I also have a, a six-year-old. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want the uh, the six-year-old to come out here and find the fucking deer that um, apparently somebody, like, shot the legs out from underneath. Somebody shot the deer with a shotgun. And that's why it was down. Um <laughs> um it was a pretty brutal scene um i didn't realize the extent of the damage um for a while so i'm like oh i'll give the deer a day or two as per the game warden to see if it you know picks up and leaves um and um day or two came day or two went and uh we you know he came over he had to euthanize the deer because it wasn't going anywhere it was literally starving to death um and then you know we're putting in the back of his truck and you can see the extent of what somebody did to this fucking thing and uh it was just you know it was bad fucking it was so bad and so much of it got covered by like the fur and stuff um and the i think what happened is that deer ran till you know it's like it couldn't run anymore yeah no until its legs fell apart because you know i picked i picked it up and its, its front leg fell apart in my hand i was like jesus christ and like, I'm not saying that you know the, the game warden did that. I'm saying like, what happened to the deer prior to right. have it fall in the yard? It's just like, hey, don't don't do that to animals, guys. Don't be that. Don't be that <laughs> don't, dick. Don't be that fucking guy. You know who does that? Fucking psychopaths. Um, and there's one thing back. like taking a deer for hunting. Yeah, and harvesting a deer. Yeah, that's I have zero issues with that. You know, guys here in PA, they generally use quite a lot quite a lot of it and to include the pelts and all the meat and everything um but like if you're just shooting an animal to shoot a fucking animal because you're bored you're a dirtbag you're a dirtbag you're a dirtbag you're a dirtbag so um of course the the guy didn't show up in like his pickup truck he just showed up in his car because it was like four or five o'clock in the afternoon um so uh, we had to leave the deer sit there for overnight. <laughs> so I had to like put a fucking tarp over it. My son's asking, "Hey, where'd the deer go?" Because we did it while he was at school. It was just this big fucking mess. Ooh. So it's finally over. Thank God. Don't Poor be that thing. guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't, just don't, don't be that guy. Yeah, yeah. But that's not quite what we're talking about today. No, uh, no. But no, yeah, you know, you that, put that, on that, spot, that, so that you that's a beautiful segue that. into what we're actually talking about. Is today. it though? Is it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You decide in the comments. Leave a comment below if you think that that is a uh, – if you're on YouTube, obviously, you need to be on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, sure. And then hit that like button and that subscribe button because, you know, just do it. Just just 
Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Just do it. Do it now. Listen to more depressing stories. I, I promise we're usually a lot more livelier than this. It's just been kind of a week. We've had, uh, we're both going through our medical shit right now. So it's yeah. kind of like, yeah. but we're here. That's the it's thing like, we're doing. It's it. like it's a full moon or something. And that affects mm. our star sign. Dude, I swear to God. It's like every time we start getting into a, every, I think we talked about this in the last episode. As soon as we start yeah. getting yeah, into I, it. I kind of don't want to go over it again. Yeah, yeah I, I don't either. Because I feel like it's gonna just going to happen just again. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not about ready to live that no, life yet. I think if we don't talk about it, it doesn't give it power. Ooh, it doesn't manifestation. Have power. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Manifestation. Yeah, I like it. But what are we talking about today? Uh, COVID kids, and we're not talking about kids that have COVID. We're talking about the effects of the pandemic on children, and not necessarily like ones that had COVID, because that's we've talked about that in the past um and you know <coughs> oh shit the everlasting dead. we did it at the same exact time <laughs> yeah, um the everlasting mark leave it in <laughs> um uh the everlasting effects that this has had on kids from our kids the kids in like the four to like eight range yeah um and you know other kids too like older kids um the ones that you know, lost that giant chunk of socialization that they were used to and how that affected them. But also the kids that were just coming into socializing and and didn't get any of that because of COVID. Because that's the, what we're experiencing right now. So, and I'm in a particularly interesting situation because, you know, my son has some neurodivergency and like, that is so important to start when they're younger. So they're, you know, used to interacting and, um, he never got it. <laughs> right. Never, yeah. And, and Colton didn't get it either. Did he? No, he really no. didn't. Yeah. No. Cause he was born 2018. Yep. The pandemic hit when he was about a year and a half. So 2020. And yeah, that was right around the time of him starting to like socialize and, you know, learn those patterns and shit. And, I didn't realize when having a kid how important when you're communicating with them, like how they could see the speech patterns and everything, how important mm-hmm. that actually is to the development of the kid. Yeah. Until is. I found that out from the Lenora episodes uh, interview we did a while back ago and talking now to his uh, speech therapist at school. Yeah. Yeah. And that's incredibly common. Like that schools hire those people now, um, uh, speech therapists, psychologists, and they're just they're so necessary because um they all these districts are dealing with more and more kids that aren't necessarily behind but are missing chunks of the puzzle like pieces of the puzzle right um because of just not fucking being there to see it um like uh, you know what i'll catch catch my cow catch kevin doing sometimes um like moving parts of sentences and flipping them um okay like yoda he, he talks like right. yoda that's i mean i don't even want to put it like that but that's exactly what he does and you have to sit there and explain to him why and the next time he'll probably do it again but he'll start to get he's going oh, oh shoot oh okay got it got it and then he'll go back to you know saying saying it the right way um but it's just the way his brain developed to uh you know say the things he's like oh well, this doesn't go here it goes there and it sounds like it kind of sounds like if his natural language was like spanish 
it okay. Would make, it would make a whole lot more sense, but it's just, you know, he didn't, he didn't get that interaction. He's getting so much of it now from being in kindergarten. His little, right. his little poor little brain doesn't know what to do with it all. So, well, and it's that. And then like, we, we were talking about off the re- like off the area was, you know, going out to a grocery store and you're masking or like going yeah. out and, and, and they don't get that whole, that whole, like when you're talking to them and talking baby talk and it's like, they don't see that. And now you're seeing that effect two, three years later where it's like, yep. holy shit. You know, it's, it's great. It's crazy. The amount, I mean, we've talked COVID at length on this podcast for yeah, yeah, since, since we started recording April 20th of 2020 when our first episode came out. Yep. That's right. Yeah, we're at three years. I just thought about that. I'm like, that. we're yeah. at three oh, yeah. fucking years of this Remember show. Remember we used to celebrate those dates? <laughs> yeah. And now we're yeah. just like, hey, thanks, now, for, hey, thanks for showing up. Hey, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> look, we promise we'll do something big next year. And as you were like, wow, well, we don't want to do it. No. Don't look at us. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like we do that and we're just like, then our health issues hit up and we're just like, you know what? Nah, yeah. We'll wait. Oh, shit. We forgot about that. Like, Yeah. Hey, it's going to be Father's Day here shortly. We're going to forget all about that again, just you know like what? we did last time. Here, here's what I think we should do. Instead of doing Father's Day, let's do Mother's Day, because they won't see that coming. Ooh, plot Ooh, twist. M. Night Shyamalan plot twist. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We already did a whole Father's Day special where we talked about Father's Day in other countries. Um, we did it like a year, year or two ago. Um, so if we do a Mother's Day special, because they did half of the I like work. it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. But even when we're talking about uh, COVID kids, like, let's even talk about just this year in general with the fucking health issues our kids have been going oh, through. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Bro, I uh, think I, I was telling you this. I think my son had nine ear infections this year. I yeah, think it's April. Count, he That's actually month. He actually, from the date of this recording, just got done with his last round of antibiotics like four days ago. I, I believe that because we, we've done – two or three rounds of antibiotics in this household as well. So uh, it, I, it, he brought something home. It was like RSV or some kind of horrible respiratory, in, like respiratory infection. And um, after so many times of eating, getting antibiotics, you just kind of have to eat it. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, yeah, they gave it to him. But like when he brought it home for me and me and Rebecca, um, it was rough. It was rough. Um, and like there were viral infections this year. Um, what else was going around? There's a bunch of stuff. Just the flu was bad. The flu. Well, that's like when Colt had that para influenza two virus. Yeah. That well, happened. And I was like, and we had to go to the ER at like 10 o'clock at night. Well, that's brutal. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, it was just wild. Like his fever just spiked out of nowhere. He got sick. He threw up. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And then we ended up running up, and then I find out from, like, my doctor that she had RSV, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and like, for some reason, it's just been bad this year. And I know, you know, we're beating a dead horse here, but all that stuff affects kids. It just, it just it affects kids in, in not a great way, um, like, behaviorally. Um, right. I think my son has, like, 17 or 18 absences this year. And the school's wow. completely cool with it. The school's like, yeah, keep them the fuck home. Well, they're probably so used to it for the last three yeah. years. Yeah, like absolutely. it's it just becomes such a normal normalcy in schools and like in households where it's like, oh, you have a cough. All right, we're staying home. 
Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. it almost put in like this sense of fear. Yeah. I, I don't does. know if maybe I want to call it fear, but it's it's almost like this sense of like anxiety. Oh, he's coughing. Yeah, it's it's almost like an anxiety ridden effect where it's like, oh, Colt has a cough. It's like, oh, do we send him to school? Do we send him to soccer practice? Are people gonna look at us? And it's yeah. like it's it, it's a four year old. Like he's well, gonna cough. It's it, and that that's like the other thing is so with with kindergarten, so he'll be out he, he was out for this last one, he was out for like a week straight. Get five days off. Um, and we were both like collapsed, like I have like this, this fold out bed and we just put it in the living room and I collapsed into it with him for five fucking days. Um, and we just like literally couldn't move. We couldn't eat. We couldn't drink. Um, so, but like I, I even, I still have a lingering cough from it. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, he had it when we sent him back in the next Monday, but you had to send him back in. Because he's just missed so friggin' much, right? Um, like how how much is enough? Like yeah, you know it's yeah. one of those deals. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I I, I think that's you know like I, I I'm I'm happy that the school wasn't like you're a fucking shitty human being for not sending him to school. <laughs> um, and you know his attendance is important, and it is. But at the end of the day, like, what are you supposed to do? let the kid go there and suffer and then make all the other parents suffer and the teacher and all the workers and stuff. Cause somebody made that choice for you. That's right. why he got sick in the first place. Right. Well, it, it's not even that, like we talk about like in the army, like the barracks flu and you have all these bunch of people oh, together okay. and then you, everybody gets sick all at once. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you're this, all dead for like three weeks. That, that's stories you told me when you guys went down to Philly for the riots bro it, it, it was just like hey nobody in this unit had covid and now 30 percent of us have covid <laughs> hmm. and the That's best part good. is three out of the five people that were in my halfway house abandoned halfway house room had covid i didn't catch it oh yeah good for you it, it was it was wild yeah wild but yeah. I, I mean like you said when is enough enough like what is to me, I you know, this might be a joke, but I'm almost thinking like the COVID kids now, the COVID kid generation and whatever you want to call it, they're going to be like this super immune, super mutants because now they're getting everything at once. So their body's going to fight everything. You know, this is the start of the fallout series. This is the start of the fallout series. No, I don't, I don't see. I don't think so. I think time is like completely cyclical. So like in the beginning of the 19th century, uh, the 1900s, you had like the Spanish flu right. and all those crazy influenzas. But you know what else you got out from got from there? Like a bunch of people that lived to be a hundred and like ten years old. My great grandmother lived to be fucking ancient, and um, it's not you know she didn't like ever go to the gym or like was on the right. crazy health program. She ate an orange and smoked a cigarette for breakfast every morning, um, and she lived forever. And she was lucid all the way to the end. Um, and I remember she just was like, "All right, that's it." <laughs> see you later <laughs> that, that but, reminded me but that, that, that remind, like she oh, came from that generation she was right. a kid when all that was happening so you might you might not be wrong and i'm not you know obviously using my colloquial experience to to make that statement but you know potentially there's potentially. there's signs but that reminds me of that uh i don't know if you remember this it was the world war ii veteran who just passed away like two or three years ago he was like 107 and they asked him what do you do to live so long and he goes i smoke like six cigars a day and i drink a six pack or a 12 pack of Coors Light every day yeah and he was like 110 
Yeah. yeah. From almost that same generation. It was like, holy fuck. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. I get so, yeah, that. I think, you want to know why his cortisol the... levels were super fucking low? <laughs> his cortisol th- levels were low. He, he wasn't all stressed out. <laughs> the, the gamer in me is just saying, I think this is the start of the Fallout series. Fair. We got a bunch of super immune, super mutants. We're raising them now. They're going to be big and strong. Yeah. That, that's just the way I see it. It's just, yeah. just the way I see it. Would you put your brain in a robot body? 100%. Yeah, hundred. I my wife that. Yeah, I'm like absolutely. 100%. I want to uh, be even the little the little fucking robot thing from Ghost in the Shell, the Gen yes. One guy. Yeah, I do that too. Like I said, that, in a that guy was a thousand years old. <laughs> I want to be the floating head in Futurama. Yeah, in the, the, head, the head in the jar. Yeah, yeah the head in the jar. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I, <laughs> Matt Groening make it happen because you've predicted yeah. the future so many times, man. Make it happen. Is Matt Groening still alive? Macaroning is still popping out. They're just rebooting Futurama, and they're still pushing out Simpsons episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who am I thinking of then? Fuck if I know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, don't, know. yeah don't, don't listen to me. Don't why would we me. ever listen to you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why people do. Why people walk into this thing? They still <laughs> oh, do because they come no way. For the oh, keep, keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> Forget everything and, I just said. Yeah. Anyway, all of the future speculation aside, um. We actually got a really good point out of that. And it, it is keep your stress levels low um, because it, it, your body will be able to respond to things better. Um, you'll live longer and you can kill a whole fucking 30 rack of Coors Light. <laughs> so, boom. boom. Science. Boom. No, but seriously, like, yeah, uh, extended cortisol, <laughs> high cortisol levels are so bad for you as a human being as me and dave found out it gives you you know all kinds of fucked up shit like autoimmune diseases and uh you know mysterious fatigue that never hooray <laughs> yeah uh, irritable bowel syndrome Ooh. um all that crap Ooh. yeah, yeah. Keep, keep your keep your stress levels down people um and if you're in a place where um your stress levels are high all the time and there's not a whole lot you can do about it actively work to get out of that situation um, yeah, I mean, yeah. you've been talking about it in your family life. Like, obviously, we're probably not going to divulge into a lot of that in this episode. But even even so, like, we've talked about work-life balances for yeah. your job and how yeah, stressed we, you are. We, we and talked about it extensively. You know, and it, it's one of those things, like, post-COVID right now, it's not as stressful as it was COVID time frame. Like, everybody's starting to really calm down. Like, I just went to acupuncture the other day, and they just removed the mask mandate, like, the day before I went there. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's really starting to wind down and people are like, okay, we're, we're moving forward out of it, but there's still a lot of us that are stressed about the unknown or the fear of what could happen because of situations that happened during that short two and a half year period, the level of like stresses and like, we're, we're coming out of this post pandemic episode now. Like I was talking, like just talking about the acupuncture place that I've been going to, they just removed like the mask mandate the day before I went there and I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Like, yeah, we're fine. Like we're, we're getting into that zone now where everybody is <laughs> becoming okay. And we're starting to normalize again, but now we're in like that new normal phase where things have changed, but it's still the same. It's like that really weird transition period in life. Yeah. I- I've noticed that as well. Like people are still really cognizant of, of it. And like, people are still pissed it got so politicized 
and it, it like it legitimately felt like this one just got pulled away for everybody's control and all yeah. of the control the stuff that was put into um place for decades and decades and decades felt like it didn't work or it was you know purposely not used correctly and it, it was ugly and people are still mad about those things no it doesn't matter where you land on the thing no um and to be perfectly honest none of it should have been political but it was um and you know people still have scars overall and it's going to take a long time for that stuff to heal up um and it will be part of our society for for a long fucking time generations um, generations yeah people will generations. write in history books about this um i mean no one's gonna make a monument over it but like there's no mythology here it's just that uh you know hey covid fucked on us real hard <laughs> and it's true that's exactly what happened covid fucked on us real fucking hard you know it's gonna be wild the history books in like generations from now you've probably seen the meme where it's like kids kids in the future 2050 are reading history books from 2001 to 2023 and they're like what the fuck happened in all that time frame yeah that's legitimately going to be it. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that people didn't have to deal with um, when this happened, like the last go around. So, like, hey, there were wars and there was all kinds of shit going on. But if you weren't actively in the war area, you could keep it over here, like way off. Yeah. In the distance. You just, oh, shit, that's sad. That's happening. Um, with the amount of information we get every day. And the amount of disinformation we get every day. Seconds. And then it physically affects you when you go outside. Um, oh, imagine what that does to a four-year-old's brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine what that does to a six-year-old. Imagine what that does to your fucking teenager. Um, and, you know, the advent of social media. Um, just the, the amount of stimulants we could get into our bodies right now the amount of chemicals we put in our bodies um it's all brutal and you know if we survive this as a species which i think we probably will um you're right in 30 40 years people are going to look at this and be like what the fuck was wrong with you and we're going to be like a lot of stuff we're not better now by the way no (laughs) no but we're not fucking better (laughs) you know i I look at i like the technology age, like obviously we're coming off a little bit of track from the COVID kids, but it, this is a really important thing to talk about on this podcast. I, I think it's all interrelated. Uh, you know what? I think it is too. I, yeah. I really think it is too. Um, because it's, again, you're talking about the the impact of information. Like when we were kids going to school, it was like, oh, you have a cough. All right. You're going to school anyway. You'll be fine. You're a kid. Yeah, kids yeah, are going to get yeah. sick. Now it's like when we talked about, oh, you oh you're having a cough. Get, get in your room and shut the door. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like the time has changed and we're looking at this and, you know, maybe call us the grumpy old men. We're looking, well, back in my day, we fucking, we went to school when we had a cough and it's like times continuously change. Like we're in this technology age, like you said, where information is an instant. Like I remember watching the news post or like 9-11 just starting and that's how I found out what was going on overseas. But now it's like you have it at the at the tip of your fingers and you're looking at it constantly. Right, and 90 opinions on the same topic. Exactly. Right. And then you have to decipher what's right, what's not right, and then kind of make it off of that instead of just trusting one media source. Right, and there's about 100 people trying to either sell you something or sell you their narrative right. on that topic. Right. So, 
which is a, it isn't a good thing yeah. or a bad thing. It, it's your First Amendment rights and it's your it's your protections. But it, it's still the it's still the whole point of this is it's affecting what our kids are going to be doing tomorrow, yeah. ten years from now, twenty years yeah. from now, thirty years from now. We are at such a unique age in this time frame where we've gone through ten generational defining moments in twenty years. Ten, that's light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Well, well, what, what year did you graduate high school? Oh, wait. So I graduated oh, so right when graduated housing bubble. Into, into the recession. Yeah. Into the recession. Yeah. Yep. And that's the year, like, I graduated in 2004 and I was going into, like, the workplace. Right. Um, Trying to get rid of my retail job for an actual, like, job job and not being able to get one and having to work at GameStop till I was like, fuck it, Army. <laughs> And like that later that year, that's exactly what happened. I was like, right. fucking army. See you later. Right. Um, you know, I, I didn't do myself any favors, but I, I feel like if I had been born 10 years before, I would have been significantly better because of that event in my life. Yeah. It's interesting, um, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it is. And you go back and you listen to it all. And now we live in a crazy fucking world. Um, oh, here, I'll, I'll use a real good example of information, disinformation. Um, what do you think of the, uh, I'm going to use fighter planes and this is okay. something that, yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. doing, I'm doing this research for another podcast. Um, and I, I'll just give you, um, these fighter planes as like an example. So what do you think of the A-10 Warthog, which is not a fighter plane, it's a, it's an attack aircraft, hence A, um, or the F-30, uh, or the F-35. Like Warthog go exactly warthog go boom right right okay perfect so why do you why do you think that what do you think about the f-35 i'll be honest i don't know much about the f-35 yeah but like what have you heard off the top of my head what i could think of right now i i honestly can't think of anything right now oh like that's just where my mind is right now generally where that conversation goes like oh they overspend on it it's a piece of crap blah 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 but like the f-35 is a multi-role air superiority fighter um that has um you know, uh, vertical takeoff and landing capabilities. It's, it's cool. It's super fucking cool. Um, and, uh, the reason you like the a 10 is, you know, you grew up in a generation in the military where like a, you know, low slung, uh, slow ground attack aircraft, um, is very, very useful. Uh, you know, like in Afghanistan and places right. where, um, shoulder fired rockets, which the a 10 is incredibly susceptible to, um, aren't particularly as effective as they would be. So the A-10 made a little more sense. But here's fun fact about the A-10. The A-10 has killed and has gotten killed more American personnel than any other plane in, ever existed. Do you know that? I actually, I remember hearing something about that, but it was kind of one of those like, oh shit, and then just yeah. kind of kept scrolling. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's what it is. It, yeah. That so like the A ten is like yeah, hey, it's mythical and the Gow eight's pretty fucking awesome, um, because you know a thirty millimeter cut and go blah, 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 blah. yeah, but it's it, in reality isn't that effective and right. needs modern uh, upgrade packages so the pilot doesn't have to acquire targets with a pair of binoculars. Um, and uh, those modification packages cost more than a new F-35 for each plane. Um, whereas the F-35 has a fucking headset where you can see through the bottom of the plane. Hmm. Did you know that? It has total total mission augmentation where you put this fucking thing on your head 
and you look around and you can see what's underneath you. So it's almost it's almost like if you had VR in a like not probably not the best way to look at it, but you put it on and you could kind of just see. It's exactly like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're in your full suite of whatever the fuck you want is in your headset. And yeah, there's manual backups and everything. Right. If all that goes down because there's redundancies and all that shit. But um, you know, it's just we live in a world where you know, suicide drones are a thing and, you know, fucking, um, and, uh, you know, cell phones are a thing and local militias have access to all that technology, uh, for not that much money. Um, so the old way of thinking is not going to fucking work anymore. And that brings me full spectrum around to my point is the old way of thinking of just tough it out. will just get you killed. Yeah. Like, no, that, that's actually a great yeah. example. That, yeah, that's a it, great example. Yeah. Well, I, I was going somewhere with it. <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. Yeah. C- come listen to Knowledge Oholics, uh, Ignatius <laughs> Donnelly, and how uh, incels destroyed our world. <laughs> I don't allow those cheap plugs on this podcast, Ryan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should come out. You should come on for the for the um, <clears throat> for the uh, for the when we record that. No, I'll probably um, by the make way, right. next I'll time, next time Chris we make a plan to torture Chris Frankenfield, um, don't tell him. <laughs> Yo, called him right out on yeah, the show. Don't, don't, don't tell him because he called me. He's like, "You're just gonna have Dave bother the shit on me." It was like, "Yeah, that was the plan." He's well, like, in my defense, it was the alumni dinner, and I was very drunk when I told him oh, that. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I had a yeah. couple one too many beers and uh, many artillery beer. punch. Yeah, here's your artillery punch right out, right out of the casing. Oh. It's fresh from the casing. Oh. Our gunner actually pulled the sock right out and had it right in his mouth. And just I, I sent you that picture. I sent you that picture. Did you? I think I did, yeah. I was so proud of our gunner that year. He was a brand new private, too. First drill. Good for him. Good yeah. for him. He, he can deal with all those diseases he got from for the rest of his life. <laughs> But that's actually a great analogy in that, like, technology changes, time changes, and, like, you need to be able to adapt to the change. I yeah. think we've talked about that on this podcast million yeah. times. And more more importantly, until your mindset about it all changes, you're going to keep falling into the same trap, and we cannot afford to do that, especially as parents. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, yeah, hey, we need to take time off to be with our kids. We need all these things. Um it's not as big a deal for you and me, but like people who, you know, work, that's an issue. That's why work from home is so important. Excuse me. That's why working from home is so important. That's what some of these, these corporations don't get is that, Hey, we have human lives and human beings that need to be taken care of. Occasionally I'm going to have to log in for my fucking laptop. Sucks to be you. Right. And this, this mindset of always be there because we pay you is a really bad mindset. You can be just as productive from your if not couch, more productive. If not more productive because you're more, more comfortable. Right. Yeah, and you could eliminate so much middle management and you could eliminate so much bureaucracy if you just let that be a fucking thing. But you're going off point. on a tangent. No, but but you hit the point because again, yeah. it's important we're talking about covid kids, we're talking about this post covid world that we're living in right now. You, you hit the point, middle management, you're, you want to alleviate all that shit, but think about the corporations or like the employers that want you in the office. Who are they? They're the micromanagers. Yep. They They're the micromanagers are. of the world that need you there because it's important to have you there. And if COVID taught us, important. 
if COVID taught us anything, it's that we are more than capable of doing our jobs from our fucking couches. Me personally, if I didn't do this, I could not work at home. My ADD would just be all over the fucking place. And I'd be like, nope, don't care. I know for a fact I need to be in an office to actually get work done because that's my accountability. And some people are like that. Right. Some people are 100% like that. And that's fine, but not everybody is. Right. And until we get over this one size fits all, fun- uh, non functional office fucking bullshit, um, people's lives are going to suck real yeah. bad. And sometimes it seems like it's on purpose. So it almost does, doesn't it? Yeah. No, it does. It, it's almost like, hey, I'm the boss. I have the power. So yeah, you're going to so do what I you. say or you're fired. Yeah. What, what was I? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Rebecca got a job where she didn't have to go through down a toll road anymore. Right. Um, and it saves us like 115 bucks in tolls a month. You know what else would save everybody 115 bucks in tolls a month? Not having to go to fucking the, the office every day. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I get it. There are some positions that you have to be there. Sure. Like I, I, I work nuclear security. Yeah, I can't do that from a camera. <laughs> it's true. And like it's she's true. a nurse. She She has to physically be there to nurse people but the Um, actual jobs where it's an office a regular nine to five the traditional american job so to speak the majority right of of it right we're not not talking trades yeah exactly and not everybody's gonna have those but the people that do don't need to fucking be there right so but now but now you're seeing it where a lot of these employers are losing those people because they're like well you're not gonna let me work from home fuck you i'm done see you later bye bye Oh, your turnover so high? Why is your turnover so high? Well, people just don't want to work anymore. That's not the case. They just don't want to work for you anymore. Fucking unemployment is at an all-time low in this country right now. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. But again, it goes back to our point of this whole post-COVID where everybody was home on their asses. They had nothing else to do. So all we had to do was think and switch our mindsets. And that's really where this podcast came out of was like, hey – yeah, that, that that is 100% where this podcast came from is like we thought and we had to switch our mindsets. And here we are three years later still talking about this shit because yep. it's so fucking prevalent in today's world. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's that's it right there. Maybe we should slap all like five episodes together. Not, I'm not saying we do that now, but we slap them all together um, just for people to listen to the evolution of it all because our mindset changed entirely. Oh, because um, I remember the first one we did is like, oh, when this all blows over, right? And it, it, here we are, six months later, it's still going on, right? Yeah, but it's fu- I, it's funny that you even said that too, because one of the guests we had on was like, I could be wrong in the past. It's the information that I get today where I could change and understand that I was wrong, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah and that's completely fine. That is, I have said, I've probably if I go back and I listen to episodes from two years ago, I probably sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and that and that's okay. I, I, you know what? I, one of the things I I hate but love is when somebody finds us and we see that like an individual has gone back and listened to like a hundred episodes. First off, where are you? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you are are you gonna be fine? Um, secondly, like we sent like a bunch of fucking tools two years ago because times have changed. Right. And we've evolved with it. We absolutely have. My thoughts on all kinds of shit have changed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can't hold me accountable to the product that used to be, you know, Ryan McDonough or Dave O'Lander. Um, we're different now. We're different. We're learning. And that's that's the most important thing. 
And that's, that's why we the talk whole about point it. of this podcast. Yep, exactly. All, and that, and I think we've talked about it on the show before. That's a reason why we've never gotten rid of some of the old episodes. Like no, we refuse no, to no, get rid of the old episodes because it's like learning plans. Yeah, as cringy as they are. Yeah, as awful as they are. Oh my god! Um, mm. And some of them are really bad. Go that trailer. trailer. <laughs> <laughs> we really oh, got to redo that. <laughs> this is Ryan and Dave. McDonough, <laughs> just like that. It's exactly like yeah, that. <laughs> it is. I've never been it on like a microphone before. What do you fucking want from me? I was like, you no, it's re- true. You need to record it's... this. Uh, what? <laughs> but, but it's true. It's yeah. It's a reminder for anybody listening today. If you've been with us for a while, you know where we've been. Or if you're just checking us out for the first time, it's the reason why we do that is like one, it's there's some good information in those. Uh, we have some really great episodes in that, but it's also a learning thing for you as a father to remember, like, it's okay to not know everything. Like you're going to learn it as you fucking go. Right. And it's okay to change. It's okay yes. to adapt. And it's okay yes. to get it the fuck wrong the first time. It's absolutely okay. Guess what? Everyone's going to learn with you. It's fine. You will do better next time. Hey, whenever my son has a bad day, um, that's what I, that's what I tell him. Oh, tomorrow's a new day, kid. You'll do yeah. better tomorrow. Or and even better. We'll try again the next day. And even better. Great tomorrow. We'll just keep that ball rolling as long as we can. And that's we- it. That's all. It's it, as long as you're doing that, you're doing the right fucking thing. A hundred percent. And it, yeah. it's that reinforcement. It's that encouragement and saying like, okay, yeah, you fucked up instead of yelling and just being like, well, what, what the fuck? It's like one, one of the best things I heard. And this is probably one of the last things I'll talk about on this episode today. Cause we're, we're going a bit and I, I love it. Fucking yeah. love it. But it was the uh, founder of Spanx. I want to say her, oh, I that person, her father would ask every single day, at dinner, what did you fail at today? And if she didn't come up with an answer, he would say, oh, well, I guess you didn't learn anything new today. <laughs> that makes sense. It that does. Makes, I, I don't remember her name, but I, I certainly, I, I, yeah. I, I used to work for uh, QVC where they got their start. Um, and I worked there while they were, while the mother and daughter were getting their start. Um, and like, we used to go to the bar with these with these people sometimes me and everybody from um shout out to product central which is like this big warehouse where we keep everything and Spanx had a had a like all of a sudden blew up and had a huge presence there um and the fucking stories that i have about those two really (laughs) they're wild maybe (laughs) another podcast episode yeah 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 we'll do it uh we'll do it on the other side on the other one (laughs) but i'll tell you i'll tell you what this is it's fucking crazy dude (laughs) But I, I I honestly think that's a really good thought process. For me as a father thinking about that, it's like I was always taught not never to fail, like always keep trying. Instead of looking at a failure as a good thing, I always looked at failure as a really bad thing. And that turned me into a perfectionist and never wanting to get anything done, which turned me into a procrastinator, which meant I was just lazier than fuck. Right, because you didn't want to feel the stress of failure. Right. Uh, and I, I get that 100%. But if you don't feel the stress of failure, you don't learn from it. You don't. Yeah, you don't. I've learned more from fucking busting my ass and dropping down on the ground. I mean, look at three years of podcast episodes than I have actually doing something successfully. Yeah. So, and that's where we are, you know? And that's why we continue to do what we do for you guys out there, listening, watching, wherever you're at. And and us. This is like we always say, this is as much therapy for us as it is for anybody. It's 100% therapy. It's 100% therapy. And, you know, it's, it's still crazy to me. 
that we have people that come up to us constantly and they're like, yo, thank you for doing what you're doing. Like old first sergeants and sergeant majors that we fucking served with are listening to our podcast and they're like, keep doing what you're doing because we need this fucking information. It's just like when I feel like I want to give up or like I feel like I'm, I'm running a course and I hear something like that, it just comes at the right time where I'm like, okay, maybe something that we're doing is working, you know, and it's humbling. It's really humbling that we're doing that. And you know what the craziest part about all that is? We'll never know for sure. No. No, you won't. No. Yeah. We do this because we enjoy it and we think it helps. Yeah. Like, that's, and that's, that's really it. Perfectly fine with us. That is 100% perfectly. fine. I can live with that every day. Yep. And Absolutely. I will live with that every day. Word. Hell yeah. Do we have anything else we want to add in here today, brother? Nope. Nope. That was it. Thank you guys very much for watching or listening to this episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. It's always awesome to have you here. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you leave a like, comment, and subscribe on what you thought about today's episode. It helps the algorithm, and it kind of just helps us get out there a little bit more, especially now that we're in the YouTube space. Uh, That's been growing a bit, so thank you guys for who have been watching the YouTube videos. It truly, absolutely, truly, truly does help a lot. So from the bottom of our hearts, we continue to do this because we love it. Even if we got zero video, uh, zero views or a million views, we're still doing it. So it's not stopping us anytime soon. Uh, make sure you leave a rating or review if you're on iTunes. That helps out a ton as well, too, with the algorithms. The algorithms are our overlords. Rest in peace, Harambe. Uh, <laughs> thank you, guys, from the bottom of our hearts. Continue to go out there. Continue to be the best damn dad you know you can be. And until next time, let's rethink fatherhood. Always.